Hello and welcome to the Manifest Playbook. My name is Kayla. I am your host of this podcast and I am so excited to be here. If you are new in this podcast, we talk through mindset, manifestation, and all things business. And today's episode title, I have to give credit because I did not come up with this, but I heard it on a podcast that I was listening to this past weekend and something about it just screamed my name and I knew I had to take it and use this as the topic for this episode. So today we are blending the woo with the work and where I first heard this sentence was on the Ed Milet show. Ed Milet was interviewing Jenna Kutcher, who is the host of the Gold Digger podcast. And then Ed Milet has his own podcast, um, the Ed Milet show. And they were talking about Jenna's journey and how she got to where she is today. And some, some part in there, she just said, it's about blending the woo with the work. And that just spoke to me. So that's exactly what we're gonna talk about today. So all credit goes to Jenna for this, but I had to take it and run with it because it just, something about it felt so fitting. So that's what we're gonna talk through today. What I wanna start doing is bridging the gap between business and spirituality because I know that the topics of this podcast, mindset, manifestation, and all things business can be very different and they mean different things to different people. But what I want to start to do is bring everything together, start to blend it all in so that you can really see the vision that I have for not only this podcast, but also my business and the direction that I want that to go. We're going to start to kind of bring these aspects together. And before we get into it, I want to say if you are not a spiritual person, maybe you're religious, maybe you don't follow a religion or any kind of higher power maybe (laughs) that's totally fine there will still be bits and pieces of this that will be really important for you mindset pieces and takeaways that you can use in your own life even if you aren't religious spiritual any of the things i just want to preface with that because i don't want anybody to feel like oh i can't listen to this because i'm not spiritual or i can't listen to this because i'm catholic or i'm atheist or whatever it may be I encourage you to listen because I think there's going to be important parts of this that anybody can take regardless of what your beliefs are. I also realized something while I was prepping for this episode. I was getting my notes together and I realized that two episodes ago when I talked about my business journey, I left out a piece that is ultimately pretty important to how I got from where I was in college to having Manifest Marketing now, my business. So we're going to talk about that gap that I missed and I'll kind of fill in the blanks because I realized after I had put out that episode while I was prepping for this one that it was a pretty big part and I completely left it out. I want to start today off with a story and I just want to bring this into the podcast because I think it will help you understand how I personally blend the woo with the work and also how spirituality can integrate into business and just all aspects of your life and you can bring your business into your spirituality. I think some people think that they have to be separate things, but ultimately when you blend everything together and you use them to work with each other, it becomes so much more powerful than when you have everything kind of separated into categories. Like this is my business part and this is my spiritual side and this is, you know, the mindset work. Like when you start to bring them all together, it can become so powerful. The story I wanna tell you is about how I started to blend the woo with the work. 
if you've heard my episode about my business story, you kind of already know how I started getting into business and how I knew I wanted to have my own business. But if you haven't listened, I'll do a quick recap. Ever since I was little, I knew that I wanted to have a business. I knew I wanted to serve people and help other people and work for myself and use my creativity to build something of my own. But when I was a little kid, like I didn't understand obviously the intricacies of how business worked, but I always had this creative spark that just never seemed to die. So going through elementary school, high school, and before I got into college, I kind of started to get pushed into that box of like, you need to go to school, you need to graduate high school, you need to go to college, you need to graduate college, you need to get a job, and that's gonna be the rest of your life. I kind of was pushed into that narrative for a little while. The best thing that ever happened to me was in high school when I took an introduction to business class my junior, senior year. It made me realize that I wanted to go to school for business because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with my life, but I knew that if I had a foundation in business, then I could go any direction that I wanted. And if I just understood how business worked, how to run a business, how to work well with a business, whether it be my own or somebody else's, then I would have a good solid foundation to work off of and I could go into any industry or area that I wanted to. When I say that was the best thing that ever happened to me, it genuinely was because then I decided to go to school and I actually studied marketing specifically with a concentration in sales. So I was in this, one of the top sales programs in the country and became a competitive sales student in that program because of blending all of the things that I learned in school with kind of the knowledge that I had already in the back of my head from when I was little, knowing that I wanted to go into business. When I was in college, I got certified as a personal trainer and that was my very first real business was White Mountain Fitness. And I knew that I wanted to be a personal trainer because I wanted to help people feel fit and healthy and confident. I wanted to teach people how to nourish and take care of their bodies, how to work out. That was what really started my business career was that first business as a personal trainer. And then going through college, that was kind of what I did. It fizzled out when my certification was up and I realized that it wasn't something that I wanted to continue long-term. That kind of died off. And then when I graduated, I moved to Massachusetts from New Hampshire to work in corporate as a recruiter. Was it my dream job? (laughs) Absolutely not. But I did learn a lot of very valuable lessons in the year that I worked and lived down there. A big part of that was for me was that that was when I started journaling. And I didn't know any of the spiritual stuff yet. All I knew is that I had all of these emotions and I had no one to talk to. I had no way to get all of these emotions and thoughts out of my head. So I started journaling and writing them down. If I were to look back now, it would probably be very heartbreaking to see the things that I was writing about because I was so controlled by my ego and so like hyper-focused on genuinely insignificant things now that I look back on it. But at the time, it seemed so wildly important. So that was where I started journaling. And I know that journaling is a big part of mindset and spirituality because it helps you get your thoughts from your brain where they're all jumbled up and you know constantly like barging in and and breaking your focus you can kind of get them out onto a piece of paper and that was very therapeutic for me 
But when COVID hit in March of 2020, I ended up moving back home. Um, I ended up moving home in May, I should say, because that was when my lease was up. We were all working remote and I realized there was absolutely no point in paying so much freaking money to live in Massachusetts and work from home. So I moved back home, lived back in my, with my parents in New Hampshire and worked from there for a while. Ultimately ended up leaving that job and ended up sitting on my ass for a few months doing nothing. And that was when I felt the most lost. Just like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life, but it also was very important for me because it gave me this time and space to kind of think about what it was that I wanted to do and what my next move was. And like, mind you, we were still in the height of the pandemic. I was like living with my parents. I'm like, what, what else? What else is gonna happen? Because this, it just, it seemed like everything was going downhill. In November of 2020, I moved across the country to live with my mom. My parents moved to Hawaii because my mom got a job there and she's a teacher. I completely admire everything she does. She is one of the greatest people in, in the world, in my opinion, and so is my dad. I love my parents. They were both, they both been in education and they just are those kind of people who love serving and helping other people. I admire it so much. So anyway, I moved to live with my mom in Hawaii. And that was when my spiritual journey really actually started. That was when I started to learn what the hell is manifestation? What is spirituality? How do you apply that in your life? How do you start to be a more spiritual, grounded and centered person? Because I, before that was the furthest thing from grounded, spiritual, um, in touch with myself or reality. I very much lived in my ego and I let my emotions and insignificant things control my every thought. When I lived in Hawaii, I was able to jump head first into what spirituality is. I would listen to every podcast that I could get my hands on. I would study and read. And that was when I really got into journaling and started meditating and doing the things that were starting to break those bad habits and patterns that I had formed over the years. When I did this, this was the part that I forgot to tell you in the last episode. I decided that because I was working, I was working as a contractor pretty much. So I worked in a leasing office for the military and then I worked in an office for a moving company and these were all contract roles. So like I knew I wasn't super tied to the job. It was more show up, do the thing day to day and go home, but I wanted something else. And that was when I started my coaching. It was only an Instagram. That was as far as it got, but it was career coaching with Kai, I think. I don't even know what I named it. I think that was what I named it. And that was when I started posting on TikTok, posting about you know career tips and how to create your resume, how to interview well. And those videos still to this day, I'll get like people who like or comment on my videos from, what is it, two years ago now about career coaching and how to interview. Like it's kind of cool to see that those videos still get interaction because I guess the information was helpful. That was when I realized I was like, you know, I want to help people. I can make a business out of this. I'll be a career coach. So that was something I did for a little while while I lived in Hawaii. That again was only like three or four months because I realized ultimately like it wasn't my calling. It was like, I've done this and I want to help people. So I'm going to do this. It was important because it 
did help me take those steps of like, if I had just chosen not to even try, then, you know, I wouldn't probably have pursued the business I have today. So I'm really glad that I was able to, you know, give it a shot at least and try to do the career coaching thing, which wasn't for me. And I admire people who do coach for people's careers and help with interviews and resume building, all of those things. I think that's awesome. But it wasn't for me, and that's totally fine because I was able to pivot and ultimately create the business I have now. In May of 2021, it must have been, I moved back to New Hampshire. So I lived in Hawaii for six months, and then my family, the rest of my family was moving out to Hawaii, so I moved back to New Hampshire. That was when I started my new job as a marketing specialist, and that was when things really started to click. So I was still working on the spiritual side of things, creating vision boards, visualizing, and this is huge. Here's like one tip that I'll say. When you are looking to do something, if there's something that you wanna do, or you're like, oh, I wanna you know, have this business, or I wanna have this kind of a career, or you know, these are the things that I want in life, visualizing it is huge there are definitely scientific studies i can't name one off the top of my head but talking about how visualization and seeing yourself doing the thing that it is that you want to do can actually help you get to that point faster and this was something that i listened to while i was listening to the ed milet show he was uh, talking with a coach i believe it was a basketball coach for the nba they were saying that there was a study done with people who they did like free throws for basketball or something and they had everybody do like this free throw session and then for 21 days there was a group of people who continued to practice their free throws a group of people who just visualized doing the free throws every single day and a group of people who didn't touch a basketball didn't visualize just didn't touch it and the results of that study after the 21 days when people were called back to do the same drill that it was before the people who had actively practiced the free throws were like a certain percentage better but the people who visualized practicing the free throws who never actually touched the basketball but pictured themselves standing at the line lining up the shot taking the shot watching it go in the people who visualized that were only three or four percent lower than the people who actually physically practiced and then the people who didn't touch a basketball didn't visualize nothing they actually regressed and they did worse but the fact that the people who practiced for 21 days and the people who visualized for 21 days were nearly in the same place at the end of that trial was huge and it just goes to show how impactful visualization can be when you're trying to achieve a goal for me what it had been while i was living in hawaii and then when i moved home and when i started my new job i was just thinking about what it is that i wanted what did i want to do and the visual that i kept seeing for myself over and over and over was me walking through this office there was you know, six or seven other desks and all of these absolutely fantastic, strong women working with me for my business. I didn't know what that business was. I had no idea what I was, what it was that I was working on, but in this visualization or in this kind of like meditation dream state, I kept seeing myself working with this group of absolutely fantastic women. I still see that from time to time, it'll, it'll pop up. 
but the visual that I had was just me being able to run this business, have a team, delegate tasks, like that was the vision I kept seeing. This is where we start to put the woo to work. When I started working as a marketing specialist, I realized that there was a need in the area that I live in and just in general for people who have businesses but don't know how to or don't have the time to market it themselves. With visualizing, okay, I see myself as this business owner working with this group of people who really align with my values and my ideas for what I want to do, I started to take the steps to get there. That was when in January of 2022, after I'd been working as a marketing specialist for about six months, that was when I decided to launch Manifest Marketing. Everything started to click into place of like, okay, I can do the marketing and I can serve people by helping them with their business because as a business owner, what in the world is more important to you than your business? Very few things. So I wanted to be of service to people who I knew their business is their passion, it's their life, and they wanna focus on the important aspects of that, whether it's selling their goods or selling their services. A lot of people don't wanna do that back end, like posting on social media and you know running ads, but it's important for business as well. So I just started to see myself being like, you know, I can help these people who have businesses and serve them while also feeling like fulfilled in myself and building my own business. So these are where the, the woo and the work come together because that was when I decided to take the step and take the action to start Manifest Marketing. And what it started with even prior to that was just getting on Fiverr, which is a freelance site, and doing freelance marketing where I'd made a couple flyers for people, I ran some Facebook ads, very small things, and then turned that into an LLC and then broke off from Fiverr. I think I still have a profile on there and I'll sometimes get inquiries, but what I'm focusing more on is my actual business and developing that on my side. So I took that visual that I had been seeing of myself running a business, having an amazing team, and I started taking the little steps to get there. Another part of that, aside from visualizing, that was really important for me personally was creating a vision board of what it is that I wanted and getting really crystal clear on who the next version of myself is and taking steps to become that person. So I use Pinterest for my vision board because I like having the digital kind of copy of it and being able to adjust it and edit it as my ideas and visions change. And I also have one that I created to set for my desktop background on my laptop. So that way, every time I open my laptop, I see my vision board and who I want to be a happy, healthy, wealthy, thriving person. I, I see those pieces that start to bring me to that next level. I guess to pause for a second, a couple tips aside from visualizing what it is that you want is creating a vision board of actual photos, images, words that describe what it is that you're looking to achieve. And then being able to keep that in a place where you can review it every day and reflect and say, okay, what do I need to do today? What steps do I need to take to get to that next level? So I'm hoping you're starting to see kind of where the woo and the work come together. And another part of that too, going off of the visualizing, vision boarding is journaling. So we'll kind of go back to that a little bit because journaling, like I had mentioned, it's a great way to get all of your thoughts onto paper and get them out of your head. Because a lot of times, and I know for many of us, we have so many things going on day to day that 
you get overwhelmed or distracted by the things going on in your head. And when I was living in Hawaii, it was to the point where I was journaling two to three to four times a day, depending. Like whatever thought came into my head, it was first thing in the morning, as soon as I woke up, I would journal, whether it was about a dream or how I was feeling or any of the things, I would journal then. A lot of times I would also journal at lunch in the afternoon when I was sitting in my car, because that's how my TikTok started. I would sit in my car on my lunch break and talk to myself and just post TikToks. For some reason, it felt like such a safe platform because I didn't have anybody that I knew following me on there. Um, so I would sit in my car and I would journal and I would make TikToks and that was you know what I would do. And then at night, before bed, I would reflect on the day, talk about anything that like came up for me or any ideas that I wanted to do whatever it may be. Along with visualizing what it is that you want and creating a vision board to see it day to day, I would also recommend journaling. And what you can do, there's a ton of different ways that you can journal. I mean, you can do kind of like the brain dump where as soon as you wake up, you grab your journal and the first thing that you do is write out whatever is in your head, whether that was from a dream you had, any like thoughts you have just upon waking up, any thoughts about going into the day, anything you're stressing about, worried about, and you write for, it's either like three pages or 10 minutes, and you just brain dump everything onto a piece of paper so you can kind of go into the day with a clear mind. Or if you're somebody like me who wants to have a little bit more guidance when you're journaling or working out your thoughts, you can use journal prompts, and you can find these anywhere. Just get on Google and search journaling prompts, Um, whether it's like manifestation, spirituality, business, you can find topics and journal prompts for pretty much anything. And I would suggest switching it up and also picking topics that are difficult, that are going to make you think, that'll kind of allow you to dive deeper into your thoughts and what it is that is in your subconscious. Because I found that a lot of times when I'm journaling or meditating, things will come up for me that I'm like, okay, so this is a feeling or a thought that I had. Let's figure out where this is coming from, whether it be a negative thought or you know, limiting belief. Let's dive deeper into where this might be coming from and where in my subconscious is pulling this up because that will help you start to break down some of those things like those limiting beliefs and any like cognitive distortions or preconceived notions that you have. You'll be able to start breaking those down by journaling out all of your thoughts about it. As you're trying to mix the spiritual manifestation kind of like woo-woo side of things with actually doing the work to get to the next step of where you want to be, sit down, visualize, create a vision board, journal on it. And then the other piece that I would say has been really, really important for me. And especially recently, now that I'm in the program Manifestation University with Rachel Gibbler, which has been an absolute dream so far. I've learned so much about myself that I didn't even realize before. And I'm breaking down old limiting beliefs. I'm reframing my mindset and I'm taking the actionable steps to get to that next point, that higher self, the next level that I want to be on. The big part of that that I've found is meditating. If you're somebody like me, you'll probably think, okay, I can't meditate. You'll probably think meditating is really hard because I can't get my brain to shut off long enough 
to have a clear mind and call on my higher self or whatever it may be. I thought the same thing for a while. I would try to meditate and then I would get really, really frustrated that I would have all these imposing thoughts and things pop up in my head that I'm like, why am I thinking about this right now? I'm supposed to have a clear mind. And then I learned that that's actually not what meditating is about. Meditating isn't about just completely clearing your mind because we have brains that are working 24 seven every single day of our entire life. So yeah, thoughts and things are gonna come up that you're like, why right now when I'm trying to be still and silent and meditate? But I found out that that's actually a good thing when those thoughts come up, it just meant that that was what you needed to like think about or work on in that moment. And you can obviously choose to let them go. Like if it's a thought that's negative or not conducive to the future that you want to try to bring for yourself, you can absolutely watch that thought float by and pass by and let it go. That will also kind of help you start to release some of those beliefs and limiting thoughts because you're watching, you know, that negative or uninspired thought float by and you're not giving it any time of day. And that is huge. So meditating is not just sitting in complete silence, having zero thoughts, just like blanking out. When you're meditating, things are supposed to come up and you'll be able to either work through, okay, is this a thought that I want to have? Yes or no. And then if it's a no, you can kind of discard it and let it float by. Work on that mindset stuff we talked about a few episodes ago and just kind of watch your thoughts float by, release the negative thoughts. Or if it's a positive thought or something that you enjoy, you can kind of hold on to it a little bit longer and just let it sit and feel the physical feelings of how that good thought feels in your body. So I've learned that meditating isn't just, you know, sitting there being quiet and clearing your mind as much as possible, blanking out. It's more about allowing things to, thoughts to come up and either float by or kind of hold on to them. Again, if you're like me, maybe you start with guided meditation. And in Manifestation University, I asked Rachel in one of our last group calls about meditating because I found that there was a lot of good things I found from guided meditations where it talks you through, okay, now look at this, focus on this, do this breathing technique. I really enjoyed that. But I asked her, you know, is it beneficial to blend both silent meditation where you either just have like a hertz frequency playing or no sound at all, blend that with a guided meditation where you're hearing a voice, you're being told kind of where to, where to let your mind go. And what she said was that you'll find very, very important things in both types of meditation. If you're somebody who's like, I can't just sit there and quiet my mind, like it doesn't work for me, try a guided meditation first. Go on YouTube, search guided meditation, and there'll be a lot of different topics that pop up too if you wanna meditate on success, health, wealth, whatever it may be, you can find a guided meditation to walk through that. But she also recommended blending in some of those meditations where you sit in your silence, you sit with a nice like calming frequency playing and you just let those thoughts float by. So that was something I found very impactful and something that I've been doing, incorporating into my spiritual practice. So the journaling, meditating, vision board work, and visualization that I've mentioned are all things that people will often do in a spiritual practice to come home to themselves and start to see what it is that they want for their life and the next version or the higher version of themselves. When you're able to blend those practices with what it is you're trying to achieve, 
it can be very powerful, like I mentioned at the beginning, because it starts to bring together all the aspects in your life and creates a harmony between them so that you don't just have your business life separate from your spiritual life, separate from your mindset, separate from your family, separate from this and that and all of the things. Like It is great to have different things that serve you in different ways, but when you're able to blend together some of those pieces, especially when it comes to spirituality, your mindset, your career, because you know your career or whatever you do for work is most of your life. That is what you do for a majority of your life is whatever you choose to do for work. In my opinion, I think that you should be doing something that lights you up and makes you feel good and happy and something you feel called to do. And being able to bring in some of those spiritual aspects of meditating about it, journaling about it, visualizing what it is you want in your life, it will help you get to the next step faster and you'll feel more secure and confident and happy in those decisions that you're making. For me, spirituality has been huge in creating a career and a life that I want and continuing to take the next steps every single day to get to the highest version of myself. Do I still have a ton of work to do? Absolutely. But I know that if I'm taking those actionable steps every single day, that I am going to get to the point where I am my highest version of myself, or I will always continue to be working to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be, because that's what we have in life. I mean, if you're not growing, if you're not trying to learn new things, taking new information, failing and overcoming it, if you're not trying to grow, then what's the point? Like when you're stagnant, you're unmoving. You're not, you know, flowing in any way. You're not going up or down or anything. You're just staying kind of right at that flat space. And the whole point of life or my perspective on the whole point of life because that is the ultimate question what is life what is the purpose of life but in my perspective what that is is maximizing your time that you have on this planet to become the most fulfilled and evolved version of yourself that you can be it's tough i mean going through the work some days you have really good days some days you have really bad days and sometimes you have all of those feelings and emotion in one 24-hour span and it's exhausting it really can be at the end of the day when you're working on yourself and working towards that growth you feel a lot better and more inspired and excited rather than being stagnant and not doing anything because i can say from personal experience when i was living in New Hampshire after I had first moved back from Massachusetts before I moved to Hawaii, the six or whatever months, not even, I think, when I lived there, that was stagnant for me. And there were absolutely pieces of that, like subconsciously, that were bringing me to my next level that I had no idea about at the time. But for the most part, I was so lost, so depressed, drinking myself into oblivion every single night and then waking up the next day and did nothing all day long. It was the most stagnant period I've ever felt in my life. When I was in that stagnant place, it was so depressing and so miserable. So ultimately, it's up to you. It's your life and you can make the choice to live it in the most fulfilled way possible or you can choose to be in the most stagnant place, but that's up to you. That's not up to me. All I can do is share with you my experience from being in that stagnant, stuck, horrible place to now working every single day to become the best version of myself that I can be. 
I hope that this made sense. I hope that you're starting to see where you can integrate spiritual practices or the woo shit, the manifestation with taking the steps to do the work to get to where you wanna be. If you have any questions, please feel free to message me. I am happy to answer any questions you might have. And like I said at the beginning, we're definitely gonna start to dig deeper into blending spirituality, manifestation, mindset, and business all together. I'm gonna start talking a little bit deeper about manifestation, about the subconscious mind, about practices that you can do to get yourself in a better place or taking those steps. But I wanted to give kind of a high level overview and a few different ways that you can just start. The very tip of the iceberg, just start practicing bringing either spirituality or law of attraction, whatever it is, into your career and business life. And I also wanna say, I know I talk a lot about business and being a business owner, but if you have a career where you work for somebody else, all of these things can apply to you as well. If you're like, I love my job, I love the the people that I work with, and I don't wanna be a business owner, that is fantastic. You can take every single one of those things that I just talked about, visualizing, creating a vision board, journaling, meditating, you can take all those aspects and apply it to a career as well. You don't have to own your own business to be able to use these tips in your life too. I just wanted to add that because I don't want anybody to feel like they can't listen to this podcast or this episode doesn't apply to them because it absolutely can. So if you are in a career, please take any and all of the tips that I shared and use them in your career. Visualize yourself getting that promotion create a vision board of the title that you want to have or the team that you want to lead. Journal about how you're going to take the next steps within your company to get to the next level. Because I mean, I'm still working a nine to five job right now on top of running a business on top of like recording podcasts. So I totally get it. And I'm using all of these tips and tricks for my own personal job right now. If you felt like this couldn't apply or you felt like it was talking too much about business owners, just change, interchange business owner with whatever your title is. With that, we will wrap up today's episode. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you found some good tangible ideas that you can take and start to use in your own life. Like I said, ask any questions, DM me on Instagram at Kayla C. Martin, Kayla with an I, and also at The Manifest Playbook. If you're interested in learning more about my business or want to work with me, you can find me at Manifest Marketing LLC on Instagram, and my website is manifestmarketingllc.net. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so happy that we could walk through blending the woo with the work. It felt so right. So shout out to Jenna Kutcher for that one. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.